as we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Live on a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, I'm talking about some of my favorite film scores. We talk about fandom and I double dip on some Blu-rays. It's episode 3.33, The Mountain Mix. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 Natar, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Camp is here. Welcome back to the Targ. Well, welcome back to me because I am back from vacation. I took last week off. Just had to uh, take some time to clear my head, get my thoughts together and all good stuff like that. And you know what? Like I was talking about in the last episode, I actually did get some time to head out to the mountains. Even got to sit there and soak in the old Jasper Mayette Hot Springs. Uh, I tell you, the sulfur springs up there, they are good for what ails you. And of course, while I was out there in the mountains, I was able to work on my mountain mix. Uh, this is one of those things, I've been working on it for a long time. You know me, I love my film scores. And the mountain mix is just the stuff I want to listen to on my MP3 player as I'm out there in the mountains communing with nature. You know, the whole concept of the mountain mix kind of goes all the way back to when I was a kid in school, because uh, my school was right up next to the Pemina River Provincial Park. And usually a cheap, easy phys ed outing was to go for a nature walk in the provincial park there. And of course, while I was walking through the park, it was not too long before I started whistling this little tune right here. Yes, nothing says adventure in the wilderness like the Indiana Jones theme. So, you know, building on that, I'm just like, what would be the perfect bits of music to listen to while I'm in Jasper National Park, in the mountains, communing with nature? So let's start this off with a bit of an unusual choice for my mountain mix, and that is uh, this one right here. It's from one of my favorite Japanese animated films called Princess Mononoke, and uh, this little track is called Journey to the West.
There we are, Journey into the West, composed by Joe Hisashi off of the soundtrack for Princess Mononoke, uh, one of the little tunes I've got in my mountain mix. Good afternoon, Mark Cap is here with you on U62 The Targ. I'm talking about my mountain mix, you know. Those are film scores that I enjoy listening to when I'm in the mountains in order to, you know, help set the mood. And one that I've always gone back to since high school is this little ditty right here. Yes, that's the Jurassic Park theme, again composed by John Williams, who also did Indiana Jones. Jurassic Park is one of those films where I'm always somewhat surprised that it doesn't have a bigger fandom. You know, here we are now. We're coming up on 20 years since Jurassic Park uh, first hit theaters, 17 to be exact. But still, you know, it's not remembered with the same reverence as, say, a Star Wars or an E.T., although I am fully certain that it is deserving of such a fandom. You know, maybe I just haven't uh, gone digging for it hard enough online yet. One thing that's really amazed me about the internet is discovering all these things that have fandom that I never occurred to me there would be fandom for that. You know, for example, Jaws, which came out in 1975, regarded by film historians as the first true summer blockbuster. Jaws has an incredibly huge fandom. I can't believe it. Probably the best example of this fandom is this documentary called The Shark is Still Working, which was a 100% fan-made documentary about the making of Jaws. And they were able to interview absolutely everyone connected to the making of Jaws for this documentary. All the way from the guys in charge, you know, director Steven Spielberg and producer Richard Zanuck, all the way to down to the people you would have never thought of, like the narrator for the movie trailer. And plus, you know, this is how I learned that Jaws had such a huge fandom, because a lot of my movie gossip websites were talking about this documentary and going, oh my god, you gotta see this documentary, it's so awesome, Jaws is getting the respect it deserves. And again, some of the celebrities who are members of the Jaws fandom are interviewed in that documentary. Uh, Kevin Smith, Robert Rodriguez, Peter Jackson, they're all interviewed in this film. Again, the documentary is called The Shark is Still Working. Even though it's been uh, in the can for about two years now and has played a few film festivals, it doesn't have any kind of distribution deal yet. So here's hoping that we're able to rent it on DVD sometime soon. This is your interstellar disc jockey. Mark Kappas, U62. The Targ.
There's another selection from my mountain mix. Uh, that is the Shires theme from the Lord of the Rings trilogy, composed by Howard Shore. Uh, you know, I keep, people are really surprised that I don't own the soundtrack for the Lord of the Rings films. That's because even though I know it won Howard Shore and Oscar and everything like that, the music in Lord of the Rings really didn't impress me that much. Sorry to say that. Except, of course, for that one little piece right there. Uh, but anyways, uh, my vacation, of course, had to come to an end. Although there's one thing I didn't get to do on my vacation, and that is, you know, just uh, go into the city and screw around for an afternoon. Because one thing I miss about unemployment is how empty West Edmonton Mall gets on a Wednesday afternoon. But that's okay. I think I'll still go in on uh, the Saturday coming up here and just look around. You know, I got my Blu-ray player now, and I'm still wondering if there are some uh, DVDs I should double dip and get on Blu-ray. You know, I've talked about this before, but I'm really not feeling that massive urge to double dip a lot of my DVDs and upgrade them to Blu-ray. You know, seriously, what out there am I even seriously considering uh, buying again? Uh, let's take a look at one of my idols, Kevin Smith, and his films. Some of his films are on uh, Blu-ray right now. Uh, it might be worth getting the Clerks Blu-ray, uh, mainly because it finally contains Oh, What a Lovely Tea Party!, Oh, What a Lovely Tea Party is a documentary made by Kevin Smith's wife. It's a three-hour documentary chronicling the making of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. That's right, three hours. It's one hour longer than the movie itself. So I've kind of been tempted to see that. Uh, Chasing Amy is also available on Blu-ray. Again, kind of curious to get that because there are a whole bunch of 10th anniversary celebratory stuff on the Blu-ray that aren't on the DVD. So I'm thinking about getting that. And also about a year ago when the new Star Trek film hit theaters, all of the Star Trek movies were released on Blu-ray. And there's some new bonus features like that, you know, like new running commentaries. Roberto Orki and Alex Kurtzman, who actually wrote the new Star Trek movie, they do a running commentary for Star Trek IV because it's their favorite of the original films. It might be funny, though, to uh, get the uh, one for Star Trek Insurrection because uh, Damon Lindelof, the producer of the new Star Trek film, he does a running commentary for that one, and he has admitted many times that he is not a Trekkie, so he kind of got the short end of the stick when he got drafted to do a running commentary for Star Trek Insurrection. He had never seen it before, he has no idea what he's watching, so apparently listening to the running commentary, he is absolutely clueless as to what's going on. But then Star Trek Insurrection, I think a lot of people were clueless as to what was going on. was not impressed by that Star Trek movie. Anyway, I want to get into the city, so I think I will bring this episode to an end. I am Mark Kappas. This has been the Targ. I will see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of the Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. Oh, but I'm not going to